Welcome to Enderby Rising, a 4E D&D podcast subsidiary of LTM Gaming. I am TJ, your humble DM, and also I play Boothal. Paul? I'm Paul, I play Kefan, a Deva Avenger. Steve? My character's name is Aerith, he is a Revenant Invoker. Oh, and I'm Steve. And Matt? I'm Matt, and my character is Gwenera Silverkin, a female half-elf, half-dwarf uh, paladin. When last we were adventuring, the party formed to fight their first battle, where they took on a undead boyfriend and his skeletal companions. <laughs> That's the best boy band name I've ever heard. <laughs> After the battle, they agreed that Gwen was chosen by the Raven Queen. However, Gwen's parents didn't quite see it that way. Let's get back to it and see if they relent after a night to sleep on it. Alright. We smite the evildoers. Or so you think. Or are smited by evildoers. Either way, there's going to be some smiting. Yeah. Aw, yeah. Can you not do that? Who what? <laughs> continue. Wait, um, I mean, he doesn't want you to continue. Uh, that's what I heard. We wake up the next morning. <laughs> no one dies from sleep apnea. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> Overcame my obesity. And <clears throat> I made my fort save. <laughs> There's no um, such thing in this game. <laughs> sleep apnea just attacks your fort defense. <laughs> <laughs> You're either either your fourth defense is high enough or it's not. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you stop breathing, uh, you can roll to save at the start of your turn. No, you roll to save at the end of your turn. My bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We wake up in the morning, and Boothal starts, you know, putting together his sleep sack. <laughs> <laughs> bad roll. That's what I'm And. Instructs Kafan and Aerith to, you know, put their things together. Then we're both already done. <laughs> Very well then. <laughs> Boothel still insists on giving orders that aren't needed, just because otherwise he feels like he's not doing his job. He then looks for Gwenaris. <laughs> and mentally, both Aerith and. Uh, Wait, what's your character's name? Me? Yeah. Oh, c- cat fan. Our both going, yep, we said this already. <laughs> Wasted a whole day. <laughs> Waiting for the higher-ups to do what they were going to... We knew that fate was going to make them do anyway. <laughs> oh, well. And, uh, does Boothel find Gwyneris? I don't know, do you go into her... Under some guy. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm still sleeping. Oh. Like, after everything happened, I'm just, like, passed out. Like <laughs> She's a teenager, snor- so snoring. she's still sleeping in. Yeah. Possibly snoring loudly. I'll imagine, though, that your parents are responsible adults and they are awake. Mm-hmm. Boothel approaches them and says, uh, it was your daughter's wish that we not leave before she had a chance to say goodbye and thank us again. We need to be leaving shortly. Uh, would you please wake her for us? Miriam 
says, I, I think it would be easier on her if you guys just, if you gentlemen just left now. Are we there? Did you follow? Did you follow him when he went to go grab her to say yeah. goodbye? <laughs> grab her. That's your plan, Ray. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I got this bag and everything. <laughs> what's what's the second doorknobs for? Uh, it doubles as my sleep sack. All right. There you go. Yeah, I guess I would have followed. Yeah, I mean, he's our order giver, so yeah, yeah. I follow him. I follow him basically wherever he goes. <laughs> to the can. To the can. I, everyone was going to make that joke. Let's yeah. all just say it at the same time. Poop. Are all of are all dwarves' penises that small? <laughs> Actually, it'd probably be worse if he's just sitting there creepily watching, not seeing <laughs> And Boothel's totally aware of it, and he's just accepted that this is how it goes. <laughs> so, okay, so yes, you wanted to know if you were there? You were there. You just heard Miriam say that we should leave without saying goodbye. How, can I ask how old, maybe how old do I think Gwyneris actually is? Do you, are you asking, like, like, maturity level, how old do you think she is? Like, like, do I think she's an adult? Matt? Yeah. She's, I think I have her at 19. Does she have some sort of mental impairments? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's pretty much just how she deals with her parents. No, 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 it's parents, fine. I, yeah, I'm just giving you a hard yeah. time. I, I only ask because, yeah, I, I just was curious, like, would I think that she could make her own decisions, or would she really be... Basically a kid, so. I didn't know if that if that got changed in my story, so. No, 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 I didn't change your age. Okay. At all. I just didn't know, since we did some revisions to it, I didn't know if that had changed or not, so. Yeah, I, like I said, I had her at 19, she's still basically following with her family, and. Okay. But yeah, she's old enough where she could pretty much just decide to do what she wants, but. Two more years, she's going to be an old maid. Yep. So, Boothall has just been told. I I presume that Paul was asking if Kifan was there because if so he was going to react to that in some way or you were just were curious. I thought I might, but I, I, on second thought I don't think he would. Okay, um, but I'm still there. Boodle says, "Well, very well. We will be headed to investigate this further. I don't believe that your daughter or your husband are in any continued danger. However." If we find that there is cause, we will try to send word. I presume that you're heading into Sasa today? And she says, yes, we are headed into Zaza. And so with that, Buthal will turn and tell Kafan and Aerith that it's time to start heading out. And we'll head east towards the mountains. Or west towards the mountains. Damn it, I can't do directions. <laughs> Don't worry, that, that, that's Steve's job. To mess up the directions? To always say the opposite of what I'm saying. <laughs> clearly say east, clearly mean west. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, can I say something about that, TJ? You can react however you would react. Well, are her, is her mom still standing there? This is happening while we are talking. Okay, I'll just say, Butho, we should be going. Very good. Yes, we should. And, uh, we, uh, and at which point I, I say, come on, we need to start heading west. 
you know, the direction that the mountains are in. Totally not east at all. And uh, I say to Miriam and Oradrath, uh, thank you for allowing us to camp near you tonight or last night. Your daughter is truly blessed by Our Lady, and therefore you will be as well. And Boothel turns and goes. As soon as we get out of view, I will say to Boothel and Aerith, Gwen Harris was sneaking out. Where? Oh, I know she was sneaking out. <laughs> I would have been heading out and around uh, to the west since I know you were going to go that way. Yeah. But whatever it took to stay out of sight of my parents. Yeah. So. I suppose we could just talk about this openly now that it's stated. Yeah. So Boothel says, when, wait, when? When did you see her sneak out? As you were talking to her mother. Boothel maybe smiles broadly. Huh? Fate. What I tell ya? What I tell both of ya? Fate. I believe she heard you mention we were headed to the east. Fate! Which, in which case, she'll probably end up... Fate! ...completely wrong way. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I totally pointed towards the west and I told her to go. And I even said, mountains. Idiots, idiots I'm going to go that way. Yes, I believe she was heading to the west. I heard, she heard you mention we were heading to the west. Very good. Then... Let the super squad move west. Too far. Oh. <laughs> there we go. That's too, that's too close. <laughs> Back it up. Uh, just about. Oh, yeah. Sweet bird action. All right. We arrive at the foothills of the mountains. and Did I meet up, meet up with them already? Uh, that, I think, is probably pretty good. Okay. So probably we are far enough away that the caravan just looks like a line of wagons and you can't really see people on them any longer. And around that time is probably when you catch up. So that way we're not still in their vision when we become a group of four instead of three. Hello. It's good to see that you decided to stay with us. Yeah, I I thought about some more last night and I I think this is what I meant to do. And uh, mom can get really crazy about things like this. I just figured it'd be a whole lot easier to to do it like this. Thanks for coming up and being my distraction. Yes. It was all planned. It was a good plan <laughs> that I had all along. <laughs> Shall we tell so, Eris for short? <clears throat> or Gwen? Let's see. Everyone do a per- roly perception check. I got a natural 20. No one else rolled... <laughs> no, that's fine. Everyone go ahead and roll I rolled one. a 20. <laughs> oh, wait. wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, I was going to roll a 10. Hold on. Here you go. I got a 10. Oh, there it goes. I got a 29. Oh, sorry. I rolled a 10. I'm adding perception. It's a, what, 14? 14. I got a 23. We will say that as we are walking and uh, looking around, Cadfan notices that there is an a door-like opening on the mountainside. Look, everyone, there's a door. <laughs> like, like opening. Yes. Like, for real? Boothel <laughs> says, well, the, uh, that th- this seems as good a place to start as any. Let's, let's see you if there's... In this dungeon? What? You mean we're going to go to this Shut dungeon? up, Paul. Shut up, Paul. <laughs> Now it's going to be filled with werewolves and a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you give a lady a moment? Uh, sure. I'm going to uh, 
put my plate mail on. Is there a lady somewhere around here? Ha ha ha. That lady said virtue. <laughs> All I see is enormous sluts. <laughs> um, well, you see, a person that's not interested in sex, a person that has no ability to have sex, and a person who's not entirely too much sex. <laughs> and a dwarf. <laughs> so, Gwyneris gets her armor put upon, and does anyone else need to equip anything? No. Nope. Wonderful. Then we head towards the mountain and see that there is a stairway that leads... Actually, it leads down, so probably not to heaven, unless it goes down and then up right away. But the stairs go down into a set of Ogan double doors. Who will dare to open them? Uh, I believe Boothal is the red shirt in this group, so... (laughs) Boothal will dare to open them. I was going to say, you know that... uh... We're going to be throwing the teenage girl out in front of us for the rest of the campaign. Yes. <laughs> I know. As, as long as long as we don't take the time to carve, like, nipples onto her breastplate, <laughs> I think we'll be okay. You look pretty armored. You go first. Yeah. You DJ, insert this, together. too. Yes. <laughs> Things look okay. It's just black. That's how dark it is. We need a light. So... We open the doors, Boothal's in front. I assume that Gwyneris is next to him. Sure. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll take up the rear. You have genitals. You can go behind Gwyneris. Yes. No. Is your speed any different, Paul? I have uh, speed six. Okay. I don't know. What is the base speed? Six. Okay. Then no. I'm slower. Doesn't get armor. Yeah. Well, you have five, then? Yep. Oh, no, mine's five, too. I'm wearing chainmail. Oh, I have a robe. <laughs> and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty are much. You that guy, are you that guy from uh, Family Guy? Are you, uh, was it Herbert? <laughs> no. I'm only, like, three years old. See, that was, he was you in a different life. Oh. When you talk, is there a whistle? Sometimes. There's either a green table... Or an acid pit. Why can't it be a green table filled with acid? It also could be like an ant colony. Could be a gelatinous rectangle. Yes. <laughs> or two Wait a gelatinous cubes yeah. mating. You know what? The, the light actually looks like a big finger pointing forward. <laughs> yeah. Says go this way. Maybe maybe that's a way you should go. What do you think? I think we should go through the acid bath first. Oh, look, guys, we were on some stairs. Ooh, neat. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> no one told me. Okay, we'll use this guy, because this one will work, and apparently the other ones won't go on. He's a cobalt. I'll rip you a new astral sea. Oh, that's probably part of the problem. <laughs> Is it Meepo? <laughs> We've already done some now will this one go crossover. On? Let's just keep going. <laughs> no, that one still won't go on. Okay. I, I might speak cobalt. You Did you pick you? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> oh, they speak Draconic, don't they? I think they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do speak Draconic. So, we open up the doors, and some light from the stairs does uh, stream down. It gives you enough light to see that there is a trench below you filled with a sort of glowing green substance. And on the other side, 
you see a kobold. It uh, carries a sling and grabs a stone from its pouch and yells, Intruders! See the Cobra Commander? No. <laughs> no. Because Cobra Commander's always in the back, not the front. Can you see the green hit point bar? On Slinger? Yes. No. All right. Unless that big tub is his hit point bar, in which case we're in trouble. How about now? Now I can. Huzzah. I understand how things work a little bit better now. So, you walk in and some light comes down the stairway. Right. What that allows you to see is you come into a room with cleanly carved walls. Look, now there's walls. (laughs) And in the middle of the room, or at least what appears to be the middle of the room from you, is a, a trench. It is about... Ten feet deep. It's basically deep enough that you can't, like, jump in and then jump back out right away. It has a green glowing substance at the bottom. And there is, on the other side of it... Oh, let me move him back to where he belongs. A green reptilian creature, which you all recognize immediately as a kobold. Even if your characters don't, you totally notice what it is. (laughs) and uh, Steve, if not Aerith. And when the doors open as you're walking down the stairs, it shouts, Intruders! In what language? Common? Yes. (laughs) And so with that, how's about if we roll ourselves a wee bit of initiative? And this time, I won't delete it when somebody puts it up. Maybe they beat me to it. Crap. I'm going before my shield. What's that? I'm going before my meat shield. Oh, that's right. <laughs> At least I'm consistent. <laughs> you just use your ranged attack. I know. I have a ranged attack. <gasps> and I race- wasted a critical. I mostly don't. <laughs> Go, butthole. There goes our meat shield. <laughs> he's, our, he's our leader. It's going to be much more exciting if they... Popped out later, but nope, they had to go first. I was, I was really, um... Oh my god. Oh my. Speed. Raven speed. (laughs) Speed is... Stop stop using blasphemy. (laughs) (laughs) That's tough. I was waiting for a, uh, like a turn undead check. I was waiting for somebody to say, the power of crows compels you. The power (laughs) of crows compels you. Okay. That is their... Wait, I think so. That's their movement. Oh, and they each get a minor action. And that's the end of their turn. Luthal is up. And he is going to use his Lance of Faith. 13 verse reflex does not hit. So uh, he moved. He's standard. And I don't believe I have a minor to do right now. So that is the end of my turn. And now it's the Slinger's turn. What is their range? Bingo. And that's going to hit. Uh, the total was a 22, which hits my armor class. And I take five points of damage. All right. And he is going to stay there. And he is just going to actually shift down one square. And that is the end of his turn. Kafan. Uh, let's see. 
I'm going to go one, two, three, four, five, and then I'm going to. Oh, it has to be a melee attack. If I go here, can I attack that guy? Uh, yes. Okay. Then I'll go six here. I will declare this guy to be my... I will use my oath of enmity on that guy. And I'll say, I'm taking off the kid gloves and putting on the very mad gloves. And then I will use... Uh, Hold on. So on, this whole time you were wearing kids gloves. <laughs> <laughs> gloves made of actual, literal children. Ew, you monster. <laughs> And on that guy, I'm going to use my Shielded by Faith. So, uh, your fan is going to basically be fighting, and as well as he's using the chain for the axe uh, to shield himself. 18 versus AC? 18 versus AC will hit. 25 damage, and I gain a... Uh, so, at the end of my next turn, I gain a plus 2 power bonus to all defenses against attacks made by creatures other than this target. So, he's basically whirling the chain around him to deflect any attacks, but uh, focusing on this single guy in front of him right here. I'm sorry, you said you did 25 damage, correct? That's true. Okay. So, you moved, you attacked. I did my line. I'm done. Okay. The oath is a minor. Just wanted to make sure you said your oath. I'm not sure that I caught it the first time. And I assume he's bloodied, correct? Uh, he is bloodied based on the fact that his bar went from almost all green to almost all white. That means all if he, if he attacks me, I have a plus two armor bonus to, against him for defense. Okay, so he's not marked. He just has... He just or is, plus one bonus, I'm sorry. He is impaired when attacking you. I get a plus one bonus to all defenses against any bloodied creatures. Oh, okay. Not because he's marked. Got it. I just wanted to make sure I understood what was going on. All right. Uh, Gwyneris is up. Okay. <clears throat> so I could do two moves in a minor. Yes. yes, you could. So I do one, two, three, four, five, and up here, and I will then shift one to here, and... I guess if I do the Divine Challenge as a close burst, does that do a, uh opportunity attack? I don't believe so. No, not a close burst. Okay. Uh, then I will do the Divine Challenge to the Skirmisher 2, and I'll yell at him to face me. He pauses. He's like, but I am looking at you. But. <laughs> and I'll clang my longsword into my shield for added effect. I think that's all I can do this turn. Because your challenge is a minor, right? Okay, very good. That's a movement, a movement, and a minor. Yep. Aerith is up. I will attack all three of them. <laughs> if you say so. With my staff, I will raise it and shoot uh, bright white sparkling beams at them. How do you get all of them? What Like, what's the range? It's range 10, and the target is one, two, or three creatures. Oh, that's cool. It's not very much damage, but it's cool anyway. But you can have three creatures. Yeah. Exactly, that's the point. Up to three, so. I wonder if you need line of sight. Not that it matters to get those three, but if you wanted to get the two that were higher up, I don't, I wonder if you Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't even notice that there were hires up. It's okay, I just revealed them a minute ago. Yeah. But, like you said, there are three in front of you. No, there's three, yeah. I'm going to go with what I see, so. Alright, so it's, I don't, I think I... 
Do I make? I just make one attack, or do I make an attack for each person? It's how CJ wants to do it. Technically, you're supposed to make an attack for each person. Okay. I'm okay, gonna say but... make it make an attack for each group. We'll say like based on armor class. So like you can do, and that'll work out good because roll once for the two skirmishers because they're closer to you, and roll once for the slinger because he's further away. All right. So against the skirmishers, then. It is a 19 versus reflex. That hits. So they each take, yes, max damage. Four, eight radiant damage. Sweet. And then, and then the slinger. Oh, natural 20. Oh, does that do anything? It's critical. You just get max damage. Oh, that's lame. <laughs> I just rolled that by accident last time. All right, so nine radiant damage to the slinger also. So this would... Oh, I'm sorry, nine, you said? Correct. Everybody takes nine. Very good. So you moved, you attacked. Are you doing anything else this turn, Steve? As a free action, a creature within five squares of me was reduced to zero hit points. True. So one creature I hit with an attack that I make uh, before the end of my next turn takes an additional 1d8 Plus con necrotic damage. <laughs> nice. I think that has to be on your next turn, or if you get. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, but my, I'm, I'm letting you know the trigger is the trigger is one creature with you drops to zero hit points. So the next time I attack somebody, if I succeed, they take an additional D8 plus con necrotic damage. But I just was saying I could understand if you thought that because one dropped to zero that. Because you hit these also before the end of your next turn that you could apply oh. it now. I'm just ruling that it has that to be after sense. this attack. Yeah. yeah and that's fine. Yep. Just wanted to get that. That's clear. a good clarifier. Thank you. Yep. I'm happy to have done something that was very little help. Okay. We're back to the top of the next round. Uh, we will start with skirmishers. So let's see. If I remember correctly, I need to move. Oh, here. I can. Oh, there was a ping, TJ. There was, because I... One, two, jumps over his buddy. Three, four, five, eh, six. And I'm going to attack myself. Oh, actually, no, wait. I'm going to attack Gwen, because that makes more sense. Uh, because flanking, if I remember correctly, gives combat advantage. Makes him better at things. So, let's see here. Uh... Attacking Gwen with a spear. Stab, stab. Uh, that is 18 versus armor class. Armor is 20. Then that would be a no, I'm guessing. So that does not hit. Mm-hmm. That's his attack. Now it's Skirmisher's two attack. He's going to do the same thing. He does not hit. Because that number is lower than the other number. Now that um, he's not moving again, they don't have any miners to do. So... It is Boothel's turn, and we will use Dirty Deed. Uh, so I'm going to attack Skirmisher 3. Someone going to ask the question? Is it dirt cheap? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's first see if it works, and I'll tell you how... Oh, yeah, that definitely hits. That's a 19. So that's definitely enough to hit his thing. So what happens? The target falls pr- falls prone... And one ally of yours adjacent to the target can make a melee basic attack against the target as a free action. Oh, hell yeah. You can use Guess what? Special thing, too. Yep. 
Hold on. I certainly can. 25 versus AC. Uh, 25 versus AC sure does hit. And that's going to be 11 radiant damage. Yay, Gwen. And I get a plus two bonus to save throw until the start of my next turn. Sweet. Uh, the start of your next turn? Yeah, I guess, so. So it won't help you at all, because you make saving throws at the end of your turn. I know. It's (laughs) it's meant for when you use it at the beginning of your turn. That is the end of Boothol's turn. Now it's the Slinger's turn. What were you going to say, Matt? I was going to say, unless there's like some other weird situation where you make a save. Yeah. Well, I guess there's like some other ability. I have abilities where I could let somebody else make a save throw like mm-hmm. out of their turn order. But So, yeah, it could happen, but yeah. probably not. All right. So Slinger 2 moved, and now it's going to attack Kafan. And it is going to use its glue shot. Prepare for swift justice. <laughs> Is that your equivalent of uh, Bart's get from The Simpsons? Go to hell, go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare for some justice. No, last time I said eat my justice. Hmm. Eat, eat my justice? That's the trick. Did you? <laughs> For great justice, take off every zig. Yeah, well, don't cut your weasels before they pop, dink. Paul? Yes. You guys... Does an 11 hit your thing. reflex? I'm sorry? Does an 11 hit your reflex? No! You dodge. You die. I mean dodge. Uh, the Slinger 1 attacks, and he uses his glue shot against Puthan. Puthol. <laughs> oh, yeah. That that number is bigger than my reflex. So, I take... The dwarf doesn't have a high reflex? What? Well, I rolled decently, too. Uh, I am immobilized. Do these happen to be undead kobolds? <laughs> Do they seem to be undead in the descriptions that I've given to you? Yes. Liars. <laughs> They're all liars. Doesn't radiant damage do more to undead? Yes, it did, which is why you guys destroyed that zombie right quick, and I didn't mind throwing something a little bit tough at you to start with. That was that was what was tough? Well, that was the only... It had a, de- it had a good amount of hit points. And it was the starter. Oh, here, wait. Immobilize. The snail. Although if your dwarf has a teleport power, you could use that. Oh, exactly. He does have... No, he doesn't. Or if someone decided to push him. Yeah. All right. Pull him. And the slinger is done. It is now Kafan's turn. Hmm. I'm going to go here. That was my move. Oh, wait. I have to check this again. When you make it, and the target is the only enemy adjacent to you. Okay. Yeah. And I will... Do we count as flanking? Yeah, that's why I went there. So yeah. I was going for the flanking bonus. Uh, I'm going to declare my oath of enmity on this guy there, and then I will use Bond of Retribution. It basically just whirls his axe around and... Uh, instead of using the blade, slams into it with the, the spike on the back. Ooh, critical. Uh, which means that it takes max damage, but I think I also get a die six, um, because the axe is high critical. Does anyone know what that means? Is that what it, it says it's high critical? You chose the weapon, Paul. I know, but it, um, I have to bring it up again. I thought it would be on my character sheet, but the printout from the character developer thing does not have, like, the stats of the axe. Yeah, high, it just high, crit, high crit deals more damage than you score a critical hit. A critical hit deals max weapon damage and an extra one weapon 
at first through tenth, an extra two weapon at eleven through twentieth. Oh, so it's not a die six; it's another weapon. Weapon damage. Oh, sweet! That's a die twelve. And this extra damage is in addition to any critical damage the weapon supplies if it is a magic weapon. Okay, so I do sixteen as my base plus. So I do eighteen damage and. Do you do anything special because he's prone? Just no, I just got be certain a plus two uh, to hit. So, um, eighteen damage, and the first time an enemy other than the target hits or misses me before the end of my next turn, the target takes radiant damage equal to my intelligence modifier. So, I basically, if somebody else hits me, then I sort of channel some of it onto this guy. I like it. I give it two thumbs up. That's my turn. So the the, the dude you just hit isn't dead. Uh, I have to adjust his hit points. I just wanted to look at something really fast. So you did 18, 18. total damage? Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right, then. <clears throat> That's what we like to see. If any, if a creature attacks you on your before the start of your next turn, then the creature you just killed takes extra radiant damage. Right. Okay. Just wanted to make sure I was clear on that. Um, we make sure they're dead. <laughs> Just basically whip the axe overhead and slam the spike into it. This is laying on the ground. That was that was the extent of your turn, correct, Paul? Yep. I'm not jipping you. Very good. Then uh, it is Gwen's turn. All right. All right. Has anyone used it daily yet? Nope. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use my enfeebling strike instead this time against Skirmisher 2. And that is, if I hit, uh, and it's marked, which it is, uh, it takes a minus two penalty to attack rolls until the end of your next turn. Which I guess the difference is is that it's to anyone, not just against me. Very good. Ooh, I rolled a 20. <laughs> we are on fire tonight for rolls, which means we're going to so totally... that's just an automatic critical then with this? Yeah. Max okay. damage. So I do 12 damage then. Well... Keep in mind, Steve, I'm rolling two 20s every time, basically, so... Wow. Still. That's huge. No, it, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. Because you're almost going to hit every time, then. Not whether you necessarily get a 20 or not, but... Yeah, but... All right, so that was your attack. Um, and then I guess I will take my move, I will shift one to there. <laughs> uh, quick question. Does... Did you re-swear your Oath of Enmity? Or do you not need to? Does it stay on him until he dies? You mean my... Or no, you're not Oath of Enmity. Yeah. Yeah. Divine Challenge? No, as long as I attack or stay next to them, it stays on them. Okay. I don't have to... Yeah, I don't have to do it as the minor every time. Okay, so basically he he remains marked. He remains marked because I attacked him, plus I'm next to him, so... Okay, just want to make sure I'm not leaving things up that are supposed to be taken off. Yep. Very good. And... Let's see. That's the end of your turn. You did your shimmy shake, and mm-hmm. Aerith is up. I'm going to do the same thing I did last time. I'm going to point at Slinger uh, 1, I'm assuming, and say, Your time draws near. So that is in the 11, 15, 16 versus Reflex. That is a hit. So both Slinger 1 and 2 take 5 damage. But Slinger 1 also takes, yes, max damage, 10 more. That's Necrotic. And then the Skirmisher 2. What? You said 10 more damage of Necrotic? Correct. On top of the 
Wasn't it a die 10 plus here or something? The D8 oh, plus, oh. plus my con mod. So I, I did max on that. I did 10, but... Uh, and then the Skirmisher 2, I think I missed because my total is a 9 versus Reflex. That does not hit. Okay. Okay. Is there anything else you would choose to do? I'm going to shift back. Which which way uh, I'll shift here so that Butthole is providing me, it's like in my way if Slinger 2 was trying to attack me. I think you, didn't you already shift up this turn? Or uh, I... You moved I and then up. you attacked. Yeah, so yeah. I moved... So a shift is a move action. It's not a minor. a minor. No, no, no. Last time uh, when Matt used, like, two moves, he did a move and a shift. And, and then move and he a had move a minor action. Is my divine challenge. Oh, okay. Well, then I have to stay there. Yes. Is there a list of what all the action types are? Like, what are yep. all the minor actions? I, I don't think there are, like, minor action lists. It's basically, yeah, like... Well, it's there kind of is. Yeah. If you wanted to. <laughs> like, yeah. Steve, do you have the player's handbook? I own the player's handbook. Page 289. It shows, like, what standard, move, minor, like, a bunch of examples of those. See, there you go. Power sheet, the oven, drink a potion, drop a low crossbow, open a door, pick up an item. Um, but that's not exhaustive. Right. No, they are examples. I will duck. Actually, if you drop prone... Ranged attacks have a minus two against you. Yeah, I'm. You mean I have next time for me to make camp? Aerith, <laughs> <laughs> make camp. Boom. That's our code. Okay. Uh, that is the end of Aerith's turn. Skirmisher will once more attack uh, Gwenaris because that's who he has to attack, right? Well, always. Oh, well, he could. Penalty. He could. Try to... Well, one, you'd have to get past me. Yeah, you could just jump in the acid. Yeah. Who said it was acid? Well, which you said... I guess you could move past me, but would that provoke a attack? Uh, To move past you? Yeah. Probably. Okay, so you'd have that. And then if you attack somebody else, he's going to take damage, which I don't know if he knows or not. Plus, it's going to be harder for him to attack. Yeah, I think he's intending just to attack you. So... Bada-boop. I mean, it's up to him. He he hits you. He does eight damage. I rolled a twenty. Little bugger. Sorry. Uh he's going to shift as a minor action and then As a move action. No, as a minor action. Move over to here. And then my good friend Slinger two is going to attack Boothal again. Slinger two that is a big old no hit. My armor class is not high, but it is definitely higher than 11. So, oh, is that, that was Slinger. Boothol's supposed to go first. Well, maybe he didn't even attack Boothol. Boothol's up. Uh, Lance of Faith. Something tells me that also doesn't hit. Does not hit. Okay. Now the Slinger goes. The Slinger doesn't hit. Now Kafan's up. Uh, do I get the sense that Skirmisher 2 is, like, running away? He definitely wasn't like, backing up for a charge. Mm, well, I guess I'll just go one, two, three, four, five, six. And I'm going to attack Slinger 2. Uh, oh, first I'm going to use my Oath of Enmity on him, and then I'll uh, Bond of Retribution him again. Or this one for the first time. 
<laughs> Again, for the first time. Uh, that would be 24 versus AC. 24 versus AC will certainly hit. That's 12 damage. But and, and if somebody else attacks me, I can chunk damage onto Slinger 2. Okay. Uh, you did your move and your attack, or you, do you have a minor to do? That was my oath. Oh, the oath. Never mind. All right. Gwen, you're up. All right. Uh... Is Bluthal still immobilized? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't try and save. Um, I'm going to allow it. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I saved. <laughs> so I'm going to go chasing after Skirmisher 2 and say, come back here, you little prick. <laughs> to which he responds, no. I'll hit him with the enfeebling strike again, and that will be a 25 versus AC. Wonderful. You hit. And that will be 7 damage. <laughs> you don't have to show us the green bars on the enemies. Maybe I want to. <laughs> okay. That guy looks extra low. Let's get him. <laughs> well, do, are, wait. Who? Who? Someone needs. Does someone need to know when someone's bloody? I do. Technically, yeah, you're supposed you to tell everyone. Yeah, and you're yeah. I'm, I'm supposed to announce mark it. them as bloody. Yeah, you could just put like a red spot on them. Yeah, I could. All right. Uh, you killed the dude. Do you have anything else left to do? Um. Well, let's hear. I did a move. I could do the. If I did my thing and it marked Slinger 2, would that take off Kafan's? Mine's not a mark. Oh, it isn't? Okay. Mm -hmm. Not that it'll probably matter, but I guess I'll do it. I'll do Divine Challenge to uh, Slinger 2 as my minor. And I'll point my longsword at him and say, you're next. (laughs) You see urine dribble down his pants. (laughs) He's not wearing pants. He's just holding them. Aerith is up. I'll point at Slinger 2 and say... Let us end this. <laughs> We're all, like, so posturing. <laughs> I'll get you. No, I will be your doom. I'm, no, I'm, I'm your doom. <laughs> and I, I'm not well, even marking or, like, forcing people. I just think it's fun. <laughs> but this is what happens when we're all basically working for, like, you know, the queen of the undead. Or not the undead, but, like, the queen of death. Yeah. Like, it pretty much has to be, like, <laughs> over the top like this. Uh, I will... Summon lightning to strike my foe and expose his weakness. So, I will burst in such a way to, to injure Slinger 2 and... Well, exclusively. And not hurt me. I said exclusively. <laughs> uh, I have a 21 versus... Anything? Re- Got it. Reflex. Okay. So, he takes... No, I don't know where that just went. Is <laughs> that funny, you jerk? It's pretty it, funny. Done the heating register. <laughs> he takes uh, ten points of lightning damage and is minus two to all defenses until my next turn. He's minus to a lot of things until everyone's turn. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! He's going to take a nap. Well done. So is that the end of the encounter? It probably is. Well, is there anything else to fight? Because if not, bing, all all of our encounter powers come back. Do you you see anything? I don't. Is the green green 
glowing thing attacking us? Yes. <laughs> no. Okay, then. Yes, you get your encounter powers back. Is it Can like, you ask? Oh, sorry. No, what were you going to say? Um, I just want to sort of poke at this slinger, too, with my shoe, and, you know, is it wearing some kind of identifying insignia? It's probably been scorched to nothing with the lightning. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I say probably, but almost certainly. How about I check these two over here? Check away. And <clears throat> you will see that they are wearing somewhat mismatched pieces of armor. However, if you... and, and oh, Sorry, no. They're wearing mismatched pieces of armor, and uh, the skirmishers have little shields and spears. The slingers have their slings. Are you intending to keep any of these objects? Not really. Some of them. No, I think we're looking for, like, like, are they part of, like, a cult or an order or... Yeah. they have any sort are of we, emblem or... Are we, we just, like, wipe... them in their homes? <laughs> Did we just wipe out a family? Yeah. Well, almost certainly, yes. But, I mean, like, are you searching them thoroughly? Or are you just looking at their armor? What are you doing? I would like to search their... Or look at the green glowing pit. Okay. See if there's something... Or see if I know what the hell it is. It looks like organic material like it's been it's decomposing like it's pond scum it's sludge it's just if you but care about bioluminescent bio yeah a little bit I mean it's glowing so like there's something that's making it glow but like it's not moving its own will it doesn't smell acidic you know it's just it is a pool with disgusting stuff in it so going going back uh, you know are you guys inspecting the armor? Are you removing the armor? Are you leaving the armor? Are you looking at the shield on front and back? You know, uh, how thoroughly are you looking? I think he wants us to look more closely, but I have no intention to. <laughs> I think that actually the would. only person that would look more closely would be you, Eric. <laughs> well, no, I was looking at the other guy because he was undead. These things are just dead. Nah. <laughs> All right. I, uh... Tap skirmisher two once or twice on my foot and see if any coins jingle out of his pockets. Uh, you don't hear any jingle jangle. Is there anything in the room that I'm looking into? Nope. It's just an empty little back corridor. What are the red things? Oh, actually, yeah, let's deal with those red things. This, now that you are here, is a portcullis. The bars are spaced far enough apart that the kobolds could move freely back and forth, but we will not be able to. So, what if we try lifting it? You could try. You could try making a strength check. Does anyone in our group actually have strength? Butthole, right? I, I, was, I was just going to say, I, it, no, mine, I have a 12. That's higher than mine. Mine too. Yep, are, you're it. Wow. You hey, guys are in a, hey, we're pussies. Leave us alone. This is the weirdness of fourth edition. I am a frontline fighter with a strength of 11 and a dex of 10. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, uh, yeah, 11 strength, 8 dex. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But 18 charisma, but I'm the tank. Yeah. Uh, Alright. We, we, uh, we were, we're all just really emo. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we keep posturing and like. Right. Yeah. <laughs> life is, life is nothing. So, <laughs> Boothal, uh, bends down and starts to lift, but, uh, Let's one rip. 
His his pants split. Oh, <laughs> is, there enough, yes. is there enough room where I could assist? Uh, there's enough room for you to try. So step up. Everybody has a turn. Do I need to reroll or... both on this part, Carlos? <laughs> oh, I rolled a natural 20. Am I oh, wait. Do something? Matt, well, whatever. Let's, let's not let Paul's nat 20 go to waste. There we go. You said everyone so. gets a turn. Yeah, everyone gets a turn. I thought Matt said that he was stepping up since he had asked about it first. But, yeah, but I was asking, oh. do you need me to roll strength or do you need me to roll... Strength check was what okay. I had said yeah. earlier. Okay. So why don't you just be the... Yeah. Nope. I got a nine. <laughs> okay. So nothing happened. And then Paul walks up and Ruth Ball, like Like taps one of the bars Ball. and it springs up. And, <laughs> yeah. So Kafan lifts it up. Boothal, uh... Can I just use my dungeoneering check to find the switch? Sure. <laughs> but you've already lifted up the gate. Uh, but but now roll dungeon. Everyone can roll dungeoneering if you want, real fast too. Twenty-two. You said everybody, right? I said everybody who wants to look for it can look for the switch. I failed. I got a nine. I got a rock. Um, I did too. <laughs> Kafan looks down the hallway, like up towards the stairs, and is that a stair? Oh, I should. Should, yeah, as long as we're gonna finish up that, let's uh just do it all. Yeah, and actually the switch is over. It's over there. All right. So Kavan lifts it up, maybe slides himself through it, falls down behind him, and then he walks over and he flips the lever and he is able to lift the portcullis. Do 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 do. Boothell says, "Let's uh, let's continue further down. See what other beasts might be hidden." Does anyone disagree? We're just following his orders anyway, so. Mm-hmm. Well, Gwen doesn't necessarily have to follow them yet. Oh, we'll kill her if she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> and hide the body. No one will know, especially Indeed. not her parents. Mwah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then. Yeah, let's let's call this a quitsies for tonight. Uh, I, I refuse to call anything a quitsies. I'm just going to stop playing. <laughs> Fine. Aerith dies. Awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll start rolling up for mats. <laughs> we'll, we'll call it a night. Sounds good, TJ. So, uh, listener, if you'd like, you can find us on Twitter at LTM Gaming or visit our website, ltmgaming.com. Uh, questions or comments, podcast at ltmgaming.com. And uh, you can also head over to our website to visit the wiki to learn more about the world, the characters, and add things that we have almost certainly forgotten by now. Uh, Thanks for listening.